1: Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with economist David Fiorenza. Lots to talk about jobless claims, retail sales, high gas prices and more. So let's start with jobless claims uh, ticked up a little more than people thought, a little more than 20,000 coming in last week at about 218,000. But last half full continuing claims dropped. 25,000. And uh, if I'm reading this correctly, continuing claims at 1.32 million are the lowest since 1969.
0: You are correct, Matt. And let's even add to that, that last week, numbers were revised downward by 6,000. And we had to remind people that we were at a 53-year low in March of 166,000. So when people heard our broadcast in March, their expectations is that we should be at 166 every week. It's not going to happen that way. And to still be at 218,000, 215 210, to me, those are good, good numbers. The four-week average, even like you said, those numbers were revised lower. So I think we are still in good shape. The week's average continues to be revised from week to week, usually lower than what the numbers come in because it takes so much effort to do this. So I'm happy about these numbers, even at 218,000.
1: Let's talk a little bit about retail sales for the month of April, The month over month from April of 2021, up nine tenths of a percent,
0: you know, solid report. It's a very solid report. And it's going to be revised upward, I believe. We had good weather, OK, so that that's a good thing. We had people still buying. However, remember, we had so much pent up demand, people locked indoors since March of 2020. Of course, there's going to be issues with slowdown in sales, slowdown in sales, slowdown of, of the workforce, slowdown of all these things, economic factors, because we had so much pent up demand.
1: What are you seeing on the inflation front right now?
0: I still think the inflation has peaked now. It doesn't look that way because of the gas prices, but I've said to you off the air, and you talked to me about this. We've talked about this before. I think the oil companies are using any excuse to raise the prices because I don't see demand going up. People are still working from home, maybe not five days a week, but they're working one to three days a week, if not more. And people are u- utilizing the benefits of being able to work maybe 10 hour days for three to four days a week instead of eight hour days five days a week. So I don't see that demand for gasoline. I think that real companies are using any excuse, such as the war in Ukraine, as a means to increase prices.
1: And I mean, these things are going up. I might be exaggerating a little, and this is just anecdotal. You know, gas stations by me, I feel like going up 20 cents overnight at certain points.
0: They are, and I'm seeing that, and we're a week or so away from Memorial Day weekend, the first time that we're going to be going down to the shore in droves, the first time that the AAA Association is talking about people since 2020 going out in droves in millions, probably back to what pre-pandemic levels would be. I think the world companies are gearing up for this. I think it's it's not your local stations that are making the money. It's the big eight or nine oligopoly companies in the world who are oil companies. And I don't like it. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again, Matt. I do not like it.
1: We talk about inflation and it is obviously a continuing problem. Every couple of weeks, I feel like I see a surge of articles and think pieces concerned about stagflation. Can you explain stagflation? And also, is that something you're concerned about? Because that was a problem, one of the big problems in the late 70s, correct?
0: You're absolutely correct, Matt. In the late 70s, we had stagflation. So the two factors that cause stagflation is going to be high inflation and high interest rates and high unemployment. But we're not seeing high unemployment. We're at below 4%. We're seeing inflation, but we're not seeing the levels of 12 to 14% inflation and 16% interest rates that we saw in 1979 to 1982. we sure were seeing mortgage rates at 5%. Yes, we're seeing inflation at 9.3%, but unemployment is so low. I don't see the stagflation coming. I don't know if this is another talking point. I don't know if it's another way for some of the pundits to try to stir up fear in the people. And I see that happening a lot too. And I don't that's another thing I don't like is don't stir up fear in the residents of the tri-state area.
1: Something we've kind of talked about on the margins, especially with all the stimulus spending over the last couple of years, is the national debt and the deficit, the budget deficit. Now, it's funny because I only hear these things brought out in discussion when politicians want to use them as a cudgel against the other party, I've never gotten the idea that anybody genuinely cares about these things other than economists. And I don't mean that as a dig, but I never you rarely see people doing things to, to fix it, just putting out campaign commercials to, to to get your vote. But it does seem like the Biden administration has made some significant movement on both fronts.
0: Uh, they have made some significant movement. Now let's look into the debt and the deficit. So the debt is the overall, what we would call deficit that's been occurring for decades. And it really spiked right after 9-11 because The wars that we had in Afghanistan, Iraq, and everywhere else were what we call unbudgeted. It was unbudgeted. We didn't didn't tax people on that war here in America. So all those billions that were spent throughout the Obama administration, the Trump administration, and even into the Biden administration added to the debt. However, the deficit is what we call is a count. not this case, not really a calendar year. It's what they call a fiscal year, which would be October through September. Now, states, local governments, by law, must balance their budget. The federal government does not have to balance their budget. That's why we have a debt problem. So we had a lot of stimulus packages happen during the Trump administration and the Biden administration. And the people spent money, taxes came in, in the form of income taxes, in the form of corporate taxes. And you're starting to lower that deficit a little bit, which eventually will start lowering the debt. And we've also seen the fact that, out of the pandemic, people were spending more. Some businesses were reopening, and that's a good sign. So there's a lot of things that have happened to start to lower that deficit. Now, your average person, when he or she is going to the gas station and pumping $4.65 gas, they're not saying, oh, good, I'm contributing to to lowering the debt or deficit. They don't think of it that way. It's going to be our children, our grandchildren, who will hopefully not have as much debt and deficit from year after year if we can start looking at this and start paying it down.
1: You mentioned Memorial Day earlier, and we will have one more discussion before Memorial Day weekend, but obviously it's in the crosshairs for all the shore communities. And it it seems like expectations are high. And even with this, you know, COVID surge we're experiencing now, that's not quite the headline that all the other COVID surges has been. Are short communities you talk to optimistic?
0: Oh, they are. They're ready to go. They've hired. They're almost at full capacity of hiring. And they're all the cities and towns down there, they have their public works facilities all ready to go. Police departments are ready to go. They're going to be taking a look at the traffic situations and the numbers, and they're going to be putting... Back to all the news media outlets and how good of a weekend it has been. Now, some people this weekend may go up to the Poconos if we're gonna hit 95 degree, degree weather. I don't care. People are still gonna travel, even with gasoline being 485, 475 a gallon because they want to. They have some extra money they've worked hard they've been through the pandemic they've seen loved ones die and they want to go out for a few days they may not take as many trips to the shore this summer they may not take five or ten but they'll take two to three to four which still is a good thing
1: that's it for this episode of kyw news radio in depth you can listen to the podcast free anytime on the odyssey app and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows i'm matt leon and we'll have another episode out soon